Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. Uh, trading the four-game NBA main slate on Friday. Yes, it's the final uh, NBA slate of the regular season. This last week has been a little bit tough with, uh, you know, some teams not having a lot to play for. Coaches doing some weird things. Luke Walton, I'm talking about you. Um, no, but seriously, guys, um, before we get into the breakdown, I just want to say thank you again. This, this NBA regular season has been crazy, especially since the restart. The support has been amazing. Um, you know, one thing I don't talk about too much is, you know, on Twitter, I spend a lot of time on Twitter. I'd say at least a couple hours a day going in and trying to answer every single one of you guys. I have probably a hundred plus DMs a day asking me, you know, do you prefer who, like between this and this, you know? And why? And I try to get to every single person. I've had so many people reach out to me and say, thanks, man. They're like, I love your video. So I really do appreciate all support, guys. Um, it's been a great season. And obviously, we're going to continue it for the playoffs. Uh, but currently, we're at 4.13 thousand subscribers now on YouTube, which is, again, crazy to think about. My goal, don't know if we're going to hit it, but 5K by the end of the month, we'll see. Uh, the easiest made it, way to support me, guys, since, again, this is all free content Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, uh, and spread the word. If you have friends that play DFS and you like the content and you get you know good stuff out of it, you're making some good money, spread the word. Um, and then lastly, uh, I just want to say, uh, you know, the Spurs news was pretty big. Uh, I did call that with, you know, DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, and Derek White. I said all three would rest. That was pretty key in the showdown slate. I actually didn't get to it. I didn't even think about it because I was, uh, you know, trying to get Keldon Johnson and Lonnie Walker in my lineup. I didn't even think to play the showdown. So there's huge edge. Someone said DeMar DeRozan was 76% owned. So uh, hopefully that get, that helped you guys out. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into it. Before, again, we get into the players and the prices, let's look back at my lineup here from Thursday slate. So Thursday, I went with Devin Booker, NAW, Keldon Johnson, Nurkic, Boban, Lillard, Lonnie Walker, and Tony Bradley. Um, you know, I just wanted to jam in the studs from the games, from the teams that had to win. So, um, you know, Booker got a bit unlucky there, to be honest. Didn't play at all in the fourth because of the blowout, whereas John Morant uh, actually played in a blowout. So a little bit tilted there, of course. Not, not, really, not really surprised that happened. Uh, Keldon Johnson and Lonnie Walker were really good plays, and I'm a little bit tilted because, I, again, I called that Spurs news. They were in an eight-man rotation, and somehow, I mean, I, I don't know how Keldon Johnson's not doing better. Again, I'm a really tilted there. I think he should have had a lot better game. I think he was a really good play at low ownership, but fortunately, he's not going to have an amazing game. Lonnie Walker was solid. Uh, and then I went back to, I played Nurkic and Lillard together. We'll see how it goes. Boban, um... Yeah, with no Porzingis. I, obviously, I was you know a little bit concerned about the minutes, but his upside was just massive. I just rolled the dice, and a lot of people did as well, 83%. And I don't want Tony Bradley, too. Um, so that's really the look back. We'll see how it goes. Uh, again, Keldon Johnson, Lonnie Walker, I expected more from them. They had eight-man rotation with all those guys out. I really thought at least 30 from both of those guys. So I uh, don't think that was a process mistake there. I, I think, you know, if you played Keldon Johnson, Lonnie Walker, they're really, really good plays because not a lot of people are going to be on him, on them. But, um, yeah, that's a look back there uh, of my lineup, so we will see how it goes. Uh, don't have any uh, odds out for the games tomorrow because there's still a lot up in the air. Um, none of these teams have anything to play for. They're all in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, this one could get ugly. So, I think, you know, on a slate like this, really salary doesn't matter. You just want to go for the guys you think 
have the most upside or play the most minutes, right? So on the Denver side, the starters have been getting about 25 minutes. Um, you know, if you get 25 minutes out of Jokic on this slate, I actually think that's decent. So at 9-4, definitely considering. Now, if Mark Gasol plays, it actually is a slight hit. Gasol is a pretty solid defender. We'll see if they end up playing Gasol. MPJ, Jamal Murray, they're at 7-9 and 7-2 respectively. I don't know if I'm going to prioritize them as spend-ups uh, in a tougher spot against Toronto. I think right now it's definitely Harden, who we'll get to in a bit, because Mike D'Antoni just doesn't take it easy in the guy's minutes. Uh, and then maybe those Clippers guys, because we really haven't seen you know, Paul George and Quad be limited too much. So that's, as of right now, as it stands you know, Thursday night, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Um, Millsap's at 5-6. I'm, I'm not going to get to him at 5-6. Um, yeah, not for me. Jeremy Grant has not playing well at the bench. Got extended, but that last game played 28 minutes. I think he's in play for sure at a 5-5, but not my favorite play. If Denver ends up wrestling some of these guys, let's just say they wrestle some of those top guys, then we could get some value here. Again, guys I mentioned, Monte Morris, P.J. Dozier, Plumley, Bull Bull. Like, those are the guys that have upside if Denver rests uh, you know, a lot of their main guys. So those are the guys I would look to. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think P.J. Dozier would probably play the most out of those guys. He's just a young guy who's been playing really well for Denver. So I like his upside of 4-1 if they do end up resting people. Even if they don't, I think he's in play. Bull Bull, the minutes haven't been as high in him, a little bit more up and down. But again, if they rest players, you could see like 25-plus out of Bull Bull. So like I'm going to say for basically every team on the slate, it kind of depends. But... Um, that's kind of how I would go about it. Again, I think Jokic, even in 25 minutes, could get you there. Murray and MPJ, I probably prefer other spend-ups. And then the value, potentially, if they do end up resting, guys. Let's go to Toronto now. So Toronto, they played their starters. I think about 25-ish minutes. Yeah, Lowry played 25 last game. Siakam played 29. Uh, Van Fleet played 26. So I think we expect that again if they do play. Now, sure, there's a chance they rest the starters too. But if they do if they do play, I think we get 25 minutes. So the starters are, are solid, right, uh, for Toronto if they get 25 minutes. But right now, I'm prioritizing Harden for sure and those two Clippers guys just based off what we've seen. Now, sure, things can change, right? Paul Jordan, Kawhi can rest. Then, obviously, these guys become more viable. So, But that's my lean right now, Thursday night. So, Stars of Toronto are fine if they get 25 minutes, but uh, as of this moment, I prefer the other studs. Uh, Powell's at 5-6. He is kind of, you know, it's tricky because he could be considered with the starters or with the bench guys. I think right now he'd be considered, like, with the starters. He'd probably only play 25 minutes. Uh, but a guy like Chris Boucher, I don't think Ibaka's going to play. I don't think OG's going to play. There's no need for them to play in this one. So, Boucher is a guy I've been talking about all year for value. Now, we're not really getting that value at 5-3, but he's such a good point-per-minute guy, even at 5-3. I mean, if we get 25 minutes out of Chris Boucher, I think he's one of the best plays of the day. Uh, he won me a GPP earlier in the year. Um, yeah, I mean, I love this guy. I love playing Chris Boucher. Rarely ever lets me down. Um, so, if we get 25 minutes out of him, again, he is a monster point-per-minute guy. Gasol, I'm not going to get to him. I think there's a chance he doesn't even play in this one. But, yeah, I'm not going to play 4-9 for Mark Gasol. Uh, you know, potential value here. Let's just say, again, Toronto ends up wrestling most of their main guys. If that's the case, again, obviously Chris Boucher is your first guy in. But then a guy like RHJ, I think, becomes very, very viable. The reason why RHJ is because he's a guy that will do it all. Rebounds, assists, score the ball, block steals. Like, he will fill up the stat sheet. So, I like playing guys like that. So, RHJ would probably be my next guy in. 
and then maybe a guy like Terrence Davis who can put the ball on the bucket. Like those would probably be the three guys I would look to if Toronto ends up resting guys. So let's move on to Miami. Miami, as of right now, there are some really good plays, and I'll tell you guys why. So we have no Jimmy, no Bam, no Goran Dragic. Also, Jay Crowder, Iguodala, Derek Jones Jr., all questionable. I see no reason to play any of these guys. I really think they're all going to be out. Um, like, why would you play, like, Iguodala? He's very, very old. Derek Jones Jr. is a younger guy, but if he's dealing with a knee injury, again, there's no point to play him this game. So let's just assume those guys are all out, okay? So how many active guys do Miami have? Well, Heroes 1, Olenek's 2, Duncan's 3, none is 4, none is going to play. Uh, Solomon Hill's 5, Silva 6, Myers Leonard 7, Udonis Haslam 8, and Alexander 9. Um, you can see, right, they have a good amount of bigs still. Alexander, Udonis, ha- uh, will Udonis has some play? He's literally like 40 years old. I, I can't believe he's still in the league. Um, he could maybe play a few minutes. Definitely not someone I would consider. But again, they have bigs, right? Alexander, Haslam, Myers Leonard, uh, and Kelly O. So what they're thin, and Chris Silva, right? That's five bigs right there. Alexander, Haslam, Myers Leonard, Silva, and Kelly Olenek. That literally leaves two guards, Hero and Nunn. They have no other guards on the roster that are going to play. If, you know, Jones Jr., Iguodala, and Jay Crowder are out. So if that's the case, I mean, Tyler Hero is your clear play at 5'7". He played 38 minutes last game. He's the guy that has enormous upside, especially with all these guys out. So, yeah, Hero, right now, kind of just a plug-and-play. Absolutely love him. I think he's one of your top plays of the slate. I also like Kendrick Nunn. Now, I am a little bit worried because he has missed, what, the last three or four games. Uh, but I think, you know, they need to need to give him good run because, uh, you know, he's missed that time. So, and again, they only have two guards in the roster. It's Nunn. It's uh, it's Tyler Hero. So those two would play huge myths, I think. And Duncan Robinson, um, I think he would have to get extended a bit too. Uh, I know we only played 16 that last game, but they just don't have like any small four. It's like, what, are they going to run like three bigs out there? So, yeah, it's clearly right now for me, Hero and Kendrick Nunn. Kelly Olenek's at 5'5". Five, five. I'm just a little bit worried about his myths. So he's still a main piece in the rotation I don't feel as comfortable with his minutes. Um, sure, like if I knew Kelly Linux would play 30 minutes, then I'd like him. But I don't know if that's secure. They have a lot of bigs, right? Um, Solomon Hill will probably get good run at 3-8. I think you can consider him, for sure, as value. I don't know if he has as much upside as guys like Hero and Nunn, but definitely in play. And then lastly, again, the bigs. If I was going to pick one of those value bigs, it probably would be Myers Leonard at 3-3. But again, my concern is they have a lot of bigs. They just, they're really short on guards. So right now for me, it's none. It's hero. I think the guys that really stand out for Miami. Let's move on to the Pacers. Pacers also resting a lot of guys. Warren, Sabonis, Turner, Oladipo. I'm worried about Brogdon's minutes. He's the one like main guy that's actually playing. We'll see. Hopefully we get some sort of clarity. Um, my best guess is that he plays probably 25 minutes. If that's the case, I think he's fine for sure. With all those guys out, he definitely does get a boost. So he's in play. Um, again, kind of dependent on what happens with stars on the other teams if I get to Malcolm Brogdon or not. Aaron Holiday, man, that was, whew, I'm still not over that. Uh, 1 of 11. He shot the ball 1 of 11. Him and Oladipo, I think, combined like 10%. I think they were like 7 of like 35 or something. Um, but I would still have interest at 5-1. I think the ownership dropped, dropped significantly after he let so many people down. But, you know, 
I think he probably gets over 30 minutes in this one. You know, he could have a bounce back game. Aaron Holiday is a guy that has upside for sure. I mean, we saw, if you guys follow my summer league content, like I always played Aaron Holiday. He's a guy that is a good basketball player. He just had a terrible game in a really good spot. I mean, stuff like that can happen. It's very tilting, but it can happen. Another McConnell, that was like at rubbing salt in the wound because he was like 20, you know, he was like 50% owned in higher dollar tournaments and he was only going to play 15 minutes. Like they don't play McConnell and Aaron Holiday together. McConnell's only going to play 15 minutes, but Holiday played so bad that they closed with McConnell and then the chalk got bailed out. Yeah, still not over that. Uh, McConnell, uh, I'm not going to get to him just because, uh, again, if Aaron Holiday plays well, I think he gets over 30 minutes. If that's the case, I think we only get like 15 minutes out of TJ McConnell. So sure, could they change the rotation and maybe they run McConnell and Aaron Holiday together? Sure, it's viable. And McConnell is a really good point for a guy, so I wouldn't completely cross him off. But just for that reason I mentioned, they don't really like playing those two together. I think an interesting play that I did mention last time is Edmund Sumner. Uh, I mentioned you know, he's a guy that's a good point-per-minute guy. He went for 24 minutes, 30 fancy points. I think he's certainly in play. Uh, again, Pacers resting a lot of guys. like He can score the ball. Um, Jakar Sampson I probably wouldn't do. Doug McDermott's at 3-9. Like, he's a guy that, again, obviously can score. Um, he's a little bit more score-independent, but the Pacers are going to be pretty thin. I think he's a viable punt. And lastly, the big. So no Miles Turner. Who are they going to start at center? Well, they could run small ball, Jakar Sampson, or they could run Elise Johnson or TJ Leaf. So whoever ends up starting at center, I would probably have interest in whether it be Johnson or Leaf. I don't think, I mean, I guess it could start Jakar Sampson at center. So we'll see. Uh, But that's really my thoughts there on the Pacers. Let's go to OKC. So CP3 already ruled out. SGA, um, I think we get, you know, 25 minutes. Again, that's what I'm expecting for most starters on the slate for the main guys. 25 minutes. So 25 minutes at SGA right now is fine. Um, we'll see. Again, he could become more viable dependent on what happens with the, with the stars in the, on the other teams. So it's really, really important, obviously, to um, you know, keep up with the news. And follow me on Twitter, guys, because that's where I broke the Spurs news. Um, you know, the, the, lineup did, the starting lineup did not come out until after lock. What I said, like an hour ago, I was like, hey, like, this uh, looks like the Grizzlies and um, the Suns are going to win. Spurs are probably going to rest DeRozan, Gay, and White, and they did. Uh, people still play DeMar Rose, and again, there's still his edges uh, on these slates. Um, Adams is at 6'9", I'm not doing that. Gallinari's at 6'5", I'm not doing that. Um, Schroeder's still out. Uh, Darius Baisley uh, is a guy I'll mention at 5'4". I mean, he's been playing out of his mind. Does he continue to shoot this well? I don't know, but right now, he's a younger guy. Like I could see him playing 30 minutes in this one, so I think he's in play. Does he continue this level of production? I would say probably not, but... Um, I think he is viable because of how well he's played. Muscala and Noel, if Steven Adams play, I'm probably not going to get to. Um, and then the other value, eh, I don't want to play Abdul Nader, Terrence Ferguson, or Roberson. Diallo is at 4-3. I think he's in play, but probably prefer value elsewhere. So that's really it for OKC. Let's move on to the Clippers. So Clippers right now are a team I want to get the stars in there um, just off what we've seen, right? Clippers, uh, last game, 33 minutes from Kawhi, and Paul George played 36. So if we get those minutes again, I I like these guys. Again, just based off what we've seen, a lot of the stars only playing 25 minutes. Things could change. The Clippers maybe could rest these guys. Who knows? But just off what we've seen, I think Kawhi and Paul George are two studs I want to pair with James Harden on this slate. Uh, Zubak at 6K, even at 6K is viable. He's just a really, really good point-per-minute guy. 
Um, so I think he, he's fine. Lou Williams, I think he's in play too. Again, he got extended a little bit, 25 minutes. Do they take it easy on these guys or do they keep it the same? If he gets like 25 minutes again, I think he's in play. I'm not going to get to Marcus Morris or Reggie Jackson. And then the potential value. So let's just say the Clippers end up like resting everyone. If that's the case, I don't know if Reggie would be rested or not. Like if he didn't, he would become viable. If he did get rested, then we could look to a guy like Terrence Mann, Cabin Gelly, who was like a preseason guy, play, or a pre-summer league guy, played a lot. Jonathan Motley is a good point per minute guy. Magruder. So those guys would become very viable, obviously, if the Clippers end up resting guys. And then finally, uh, Philly and Houston. On the Philly side, I don't think Embiid's going to go. He's just been dealing banged up. Um Again, I don't think so. Uh, obviously, we know Ben Simmons is out. Tobias only played 25 minutes. It is a good match against Houston. So if we get 25 minutes out of Tobias, I think that's solid. Uh, but again, my lean right now is Kawhi, it's Paul George, and it's James Harden as far as the stars on this slate. Uh, Horford, I'm not going to get to at 6'8". Richardson at 6'2", I'm not going to get to. Uh, let's just say that Philly ends up resting all their main guys. Then we get some really interesting plays, right? Alec Burks at 5K. I would like a lot. I think we'd get like 25 or so minutes out of him in a good matchup. He would shoot the ball a ton. Shake Milton would be interesting uh, at 5-9. Mike Scott is at 4-2. A little bit, you know, the minutes with him are the thing that, you know, he's a veteran, so I don't know if he'd still play huge minutes. But guy Thibel, if he stays out of foul trouble, I think Thibel would play 35-plus minutes. Not the best score, but, you know, he's a guy that's very good defensively, and it's a game that there could be a lot of turnovers in, so I would have interest there. And then finally, again, Kyle Quinn, obviously, in Norvell, Pelé, like, those could be the, the – you could play them both together, really. If Philly rests all their main guys and it's only O'Quinn and Pelé, like, they're going to split the center minutes. Sure. I guess, it, you know, they are playing a small ball team, so they could run small. But if they do split the center minutes, these two guys are really, really productive. Now, Pelé is a guy that is always in foul trouble. So just be warned, right, five fouls in 16 minutes, fouled out in 20 minutes. You could get a little bit of tilt there if you do play him. But if he does stay out of foul trouble, he could crush. So – Again, still a lot of dependent right now in news, but those two bigs, if everyone does get ruled out, and, and then, you know, Burks and Thibault are probably even the main targets. Also, I have interesting Korkmaz, too. I mean, he's just a guy that's going to score the ball, right? A little bit more score independent, but the last game he went for, what, almost 40 fancy points, or he'll be in play, too. Again, kind of just dependent on what Philly does with their starters. Lastly, Houston. So I feel pretty confident Houston just runs their normal lineup because it's Mike D'Antoni. And like I've, uh, I've talked about so much in my videos, that – like in preseason, guys, Harden and Westbrook would play like 35 minutes in the preseason in meaningless games. This is a meaningless game. I don't think if Harden, if Harden plays, I don't think he's going to play 20 minutes. I think we get over 30 minutes from James Harden. So, yeah, he's 11-5. Sure, kind of feels like a lot. I'm playing him for sure. If what you know, We know Westbrook's out already. If he plays, again, I assume we get over 30 minutes. So he's your clear spend-up of the day for sure. Now, Roko's interesting at 7-1. This would be kind of dependent on what happens with the Stars in the other teams. If a lot of stars end up getting rested and you just don't have a whole lot of salary to use, again, I recommend you could definitely leave a lot of salary on the table on the slate. But if you wanted to use it, I could see going to Roko. It's a revenge game. Um, he's a guy that will play 35 minutes. Like 7-1, he's for sure overpriced. But the minutes will most likely be there for him. I'm not going to get to House at 5'8", or Macklemore, or Rivers at 5'3", and 5'1". Eric Gordon still playing limited minutes. I'm not going to get to him at 4'6". So that's really it for Houston. Now, say, let's just say Harden does rest. Then I would look to a guy like Austin Rivers, Ben Macklemore. They would become two of the better plays this slate. So, But I assume right now that we do get James Harden in. So that's kind of the breakdown for me. 
Uh, right now, the studs I'm targeting are the two Clippers guys and James Harden. Obviously, things can change, and that's why it's important to follow me on Twitter, guys. I'll keep you guys updated as best I can. Uh, as well as check out the live stream. We have an earlier lock, but I will be live probably 30 minutes before lock, so be sure to check the live stream, guys. We'll go over all the news that we get um, for the slate. So thanks again, guys. I hope you guys have a good night, uh, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.